Red Radio Broadcasting Live. So now live in, well not live, but now joining us through Red Radio today, we have Hammond Samba. Hi. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm having, I'm, I'm doing as best as we all can during this, this very interesting time. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you out there who don't know, uh, Hammond Samba is a Red Hill alumni and um, he's also a Red Radio alumni. He had a yes. little bit of a show with uh, some Peewee a little while ago, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Tea time. That was, that was <laughs> fun. That was a fun show, I guess. So Hammond, thanks for joining us today. So I want to ask you a few things. So you are going to be studying overseas. Um, well, not physically overseas, but... Yes. Um, what yeah. is the what is the process like for studying or applying to study overseas? Well, um, it's an extremely long process, especially if you want to go into anything that's specialized. Uh, because in the US, they have what they call liberal arts um, <laughs> colleges. And it's basically as the Americans usually do. They say, you don't know what you want to do? You know, we'll give you a bunch of options and you can for the first year choose whatever you want to do and then you can decide what you want to do so for but when you go into the more specific ones you get a more hectic um application process okay and then are you taking the liberal arts uh, direction no i'm going to specialize college so i'm going to a conservatory for musical theater which means there's extra things you have to do. You have to audition and a pre-screen before the audition. So it's a whole thing. So do you have to be there to physically audition or can you just send in like a video or an audio of you singing or talking? So for the pre-screen, it's all done video, um, video-wise. And then that is what they choose. With, then they choose out of the pre-screens which one they are going to allow to audition. Yeah. And for the auditions, most of them are encouraged to do in-person auditions because they need to gauge you as a person and how you interact with the group. But if you need to, you can do online. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's very interesting. Um, I want to ask you, Nick, so you've had a very, very long, very extensive history with musical theatre and music in your life. So tell us a little bit about that. How much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I've just, I've just always had an affinity for music and um, theatre, so it's always come slightly natural to me. Uh, I've always wanted to get involved with anything theatrical, and if anyone knows me, my personality <laughs> is not, um, not entirely normal and should be that is um, put on stage. <laughs> <laughs> No, I remember when you still went to Red Hill, you played kind of the piano a lot. Um, mm. And I remember my dad seeing you play and just commenting on how incredible you were and um, how I should really just aspire to be you. It made me feel great oh about my myself. <laughs> um, but you really, it was, it was incredible to watch you play. Just from, uh, from another musician, it was just incredible oh, watching you play. Thank you. Um, I mean, I've been playing it since forever, so... I hope that <laughs> I hope that I'm doing something right by now. Yes, but, no, no, uh, you're spectacular. Uh, but I mean, 
we all we all have our our ways, our instruments, and how we connect to those instruments are completely unique to each of us. Yeah, that's right. So, no one will sound exactly the same or similar to someone else. It's all different. Yeah, and yeah. I've, I'm not mistaken. You also play the cello, if I'm correct. Yes, that is my second instrument. And how long have you been playing that? That I've been playing less. Uh, I've I've. I started in grade eight, nine, around there. Um, it oh, was so it's to... fairly recent then. It's yeah. fairly okay. recent, yeah. But it was it was a fun instrument to learn. <laughs> As a brass <laughs> was... player, I have to dispute that, but um, I mean, <laughs> um, it's better than violin. I tried violin for a year and I gave up because no, I could not. I genuinely could not do it. You it know, is... as, as someone who um, I can't, to be honest, I can't really partake much here because I I'm more of a singer than of any other mm. instrument. Um, but haven't you've also done some singing in some of our school productions before? Now, yes. what is that like for you? Because you also because you also had uh, some lead roles, some lead singing roles in productions past. Yes. Um. Singing is its own instrument by itself. It has its own technique. It has its own problems. Um, unlike everything else, every other instrument, if you're sick, you can you can you can basically get around it. <laughs> um, I mean, with the exception of woodwinds and brass, I guess. Like, if you have a hectic cough, how are you going to do that? But <laughs> and you're literally the... blowing your germs around. Exactly. <laughs> So, um, but with singing, it's hectic. If you've got an even a tickle in the throat, it affects how you sing and everything. Yeah, totally. Um, and there's even general just strain on the voice. So it's a very, it's a very unique experience. Um, it's very unique. Uh, and then putting that in with drama. So you're not only having to think of, am I in pitch? Um, like, you also have to think, am I in character? Am I in character? Yeah. Do no, people understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. So now, so, as a mm-hmm. South African student, how mm. does how do people overseas um, perceive us as students? Um, is there a uh, higher chance of getting in overseas, or is there a lower chance? How are you viewed? So there, what I've realized is there's a hierarchy in which um, in which students are put. In uh, when they are getting accepted into the university, it's the uh, the people in America. First of all, the people in the same state as the university. Then it's America in general, and then it's international students. And then they also have to talk about which international student, whether it's someone from a first world country or third world country, because they're also looking at money. Mm. So no one be, likes to talk about it, but yeah. You'd be in a disadvantage if you were from a very poor or third world country then. Exactly, because they don't, they prefer to keep financial aid for those who are in the country mm. rather than people who are not of the country. Uh, so it's, it's a bit hectic. Um, some schools are kind and give international financial aid, but they're not many. Okay, so based on what you've spoken about, you're clearly mm-hmm. planning on going to America. Yeah. Um, any what state in particular? What area? I will be in the Massachusetts state. I'll be in Boston. Oh, yeah. Sounds fantastic. Hammond, um so I'm just l- looking up 
your past show, I was like, let me just see what was in the archives. I don't know if you, if, if you particularly <laughs> remember this. I'm going to play it for you. I'm going to watch your facial expressions. I forgot this was <laughs> I really forgot about this. Oh my god. Okay. It's tea time. <laughs> that was from your show. That was your show sweep up. I, I know, but like, who was that at the end? I can't remember. <laughs> wow. It's tea time. <laughs> that gave me flashbacks. Oh gosh. PTSD. <laughs> So, Ham, it's just building on a bit of what Lizzie has, say, has been mm-hmm. saying. Um, if So, these universities obviously look at you know, very different people from very different places all over the world. To what extent do you think that they also consider, like, diversity of their applicants or rather international applicants? Do they do you think they see that at all, almost, or...? So, they try to do... They're trying to start doing that, considering the the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement, what they've been trying to do recently is they're trying to make sure the cohort um, that comes in as freshmen are diverse and they'll be able to work together um, in the certain course. So if you're doing a certain sub, like psychology, they'll make sure the psychology cohort is diverse as it possibly as it can, as possible as they can make it. Um, so they try. If they succeed, that's another question <laughs> altogether. But they're trying at least, I guess. Do because you, you know you mentioned specifically psychology. So do you think that they they would think more? Do you think in certain um, uh, disciplines they'd be a bit more diverse than in others in terms of applicants? Definitely, at the moment, um, <laughs> a lot of. For example, engineers. A lot of engineers in America. There's a very small pool of women engineers um, in America, right? Um, especially in the colleges and the universities. Uh, and that's that's something that they've been trying to address, but apparently not really succeeding in that much. Another thing, like musical theatre, there's a hectic amount of white people <laughs> and non like. People of color are practically overlooked sometimes, um, and it's not entirely the college's fault. It's just society as a whole that the college plays part in it, obviously. Do you think because musical theatre, um, looking at at what's out there in terms of plays mm. and so forth, do you mm-hmm. think it leans itself towards a more uh, white art, art, uh, viewership because maybe mm. the musicals have mostly been made in European in European styles and in European mm. culture, which is more. Uh, predominantly white so do you think the landscape is also not even lending itself for black people to enter the industry definitely definitely um the thing is even like it's it's a circle it's like a cycle if we're not able to supply the working um, industry with enough black actors they're going to obviously go with the natural we want the all-white cast the 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 better looking cast that they've they've pictured in their head and because of that everyone says there's no supply for black actors so you might as well stop right now you know and that continues to the point where there's a very small amount of black actors are trying to claim their space in the industry but just can't because we've been told that this is the traditional way to cast a show 
we can't cast a black person in the show because that's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, and that just something we're trying to fight mm. at this point, I guess. You know, now that I think of it, a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber's, you know, his his mm. plays are the leads are designed for white actors. Um, I mean, exactly. if you think of just the Phantom of the Opera, just off mm. the top of my head, um, the, all of the lead roles are tr- traditionally played by white people. Um, Funny you say that. There's only been one black person, I think, in history who's played the Phantom. Oh, wow. Norm Lewis, exactly. yeah. It's a very sad thing. Yeah. Sure. And... and- it's very interesting you say that that there isn't a supply of like black talents and black actors and it's and i i wish that more people would realize that there are they just need to Mm. they just need to see them they just need to see that there's lots of talent there's lots of black talents and black actors that are there they just need the people you know in the management positions to just be a little bit more open to acknowledge the acknowledge the black people in the space yeah, so yeah. one of the last things I want to ask you is, um, so you've been having, so you've been with music and musical theatre in your whole, in pretty much your whole life. How did mm-hmm. it help you, like, become who you are today? Because I know you've had a very interesting experience with that in terms of your life and everything. Mm. Uh, theatre is very interesting in the fact that it allows you to discover yourself through other people. Um, a lot of people struggle with finding who they are um, in general. And theatre allows you to, um, first of all, escape your vulnerability. Well, allows you to be vulnerable without judgment. Um, And allows you to explore facets of yourself that you can see in other characters. Um, And that is able to help you develop emotionally and mentally. So it's a very, it's a growth experience basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hammond, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I think the listeners have really enjoyed your perspective on um, on university ap- applications and um, musical theatre as a whole. So thank you for joining us again. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You're listening to Red Radio.